for me, I always love the different ones. That is my weakness. <laughs> if something is different, yes, then I like it. Welcome to another episode of Backstage, the Bachata podcast where you get to know and connect to artists on a very personal level. My name is Jan. And my name is Lucy. And today we're really excited to have Gatika as our guest. You probably don't need an introduction to her, but if you really don't know her, she's essentially one of the biggest bachata dancers right now in the world. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, we sat down with her and we talked about a very special project that she recently did with DJ Tronky. We talked about women empowerment. And of course, we talked about her unique style and how to be different and stand out as a dancer. And bonus, there will be some relationship advice for dancers. Um, kind of, but you'll see. So let's jump right into it. Hello, hello. Today we are here with Gatika. It's so nice to have you. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so we're really excited to have you on today. And uh, recently we saw that you had a project with uh, Melvin uh, to DJ Tronki's You Hurt Me First. And it's all over social media. <laughs> and... Uh, it seemed like it was a very special project to you. So yes. how, yeah, how do you feel about this project? Um, well, it was uh, it was exciting because it was new. Uh, I haven't danced much with Melvin before, so that was super exciting. I think that um, well, I saw him on the dance floor in a festival, and at the second that I saw him dance, I was like, "Who is this guy? And why do I don't know him?" <laughs> So I was I was looking at him dancing for a while, uh, and after I uh, I went and I asked him to dance, and I think maybe that that night I danced with him maybe like ten songs, and that never happened. Uh, so whenever like a dance finished, I was like, okay, one more, one more, one more. So maybe for some people it's normal. I I never do that. So uh, and then it's been a long time that uh, we haven't danced, of course, it's been quarantine and everything. And after that, I decided to go to France. He is from France. So I decided to go there and to make some videos because I miss to work, I miss to dance. And I just remember that, wow, this guy, he's a good dancer. So let's go there. Uh, I went there to practice. I danced so much, like seven, maybe eight hours a day. I, I don't even remember wow. I danced that much. And uh, I talked to Tronky to hear if he had some cool new songs. And he sent me that and he said, yeah, actually, I'm doing a release for this song. And it's very like your kind of style, like your kind of music. So he sent it to me and I absolutely loved it right away. And I was there in the studio with Melvin at that time. And I asked him if he also liked the song. And he did. We have a little like the same kind of uh, taste for music and, and dance. So uh, so I, I said to Tronky, like, but what about if we do a video release, like a dance and the song at the same time? And Tronky said, yeah, sure, let's do it. So we just... Basically, we found a good location. For me, it was a little important that it was not on the beach. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's been a lot of beach recording these days, like during the whole summer. So I was like, okay, let's go for the opposite. So 
So we went up to the mountains. Um, a friend of Melvin was recording, and we just the, the whole the whole dance, everything is improvised. It's no choreo. So it just uh-huh. the song like over and over again, and it was perfect with the sunlight. It was the sunset. Yeah, it yeah. was so beautiful and everything. So it it felt it felt really good. I felt like a, a, a little of a magic moment. So yeah, we did that. We danced for for a couple of hours there, and then we went back. And I was sitting the whole night awake to edit edit the video, put it together. Nice. And that's like how you introduced Melvin to the world, basically. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, it was cool. But I think, in, uh, well, first of all, the song is beautiful. Um, yeah, and you can see on DJ Tronky's YouTube channel, on his uh, Instagram, on my Instagram also. I don't think I ever had a video that has been shared that much. Um, so and uh, I talked to Tronky about like how the the video is doing on his YouTube channel, and he's saying that he's doing very very good. So that's exciting. Um, so yeah, but it's more this video was more about having like beautiful pictures. It's emotional. It's a very sad song, a sad love story. So trying to fit the theme of the song more than to show all the dancing. So that is that I'm going to keep for maybe the next video. Yeah, it's everywhere, right? People share it and it seems like it resonates with people. Like, do you think about why that is the case? Well, I have. Um, I think that um, definitely this song is amazing because you see it's so many dancers making a video on the song. Um, if you go on, on Trunky's profile, then or yeah, to see his stories or whatever, it's you have basically all of the artists and a lot of other people using the song over and over, like the first day. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song, and it's easy to dance on, and people like this emotional songs. I think. No, it's bachata. It's drama. It has to be drama and love and passion and all of these things. So I think it's definitely that. I think the scenery uh, is is beautiful in the mountain with the sun and everything. And of course, like the dancing is also quite good, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So so yeah, I, I, I received a lot of questions who, who he is. Or people ask me, where did you find him? <laughs> so so yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think it's everything together. I think it created like a, a good motion. Agree. And 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 you guys, do you have what do you think? Let me ask you. Oh, I loved it. I really love the song. Um because of the whole situation now. I haven't been dancing very much and it's a song I really want to dance to as well. And when I saw the video, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, no, also because you have a very specific style. Um and it's very elegant and everyone knows you as someone who has a very technical but elegant lady styling as well and this is so simple yet very beautiful and emotional and you express it so well and it comes across super natural in the video so i'm actually wondering where does this come from this natural elegance and you know grace 
Oof. Um, ah. Oh, that's a question I didn't get before. <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, I, I danced ballet for 10 years. So I think that uh, the grace maybe comes a little from that, even though it's extremely many years since I stopped dancing now. <laughs> but I am a very, I always been a big fan of having long lines. Uh, when it comes to styling, I very much think that less is more. I'm not a person that use a lot of styling. Well, I can use a lot of styling, but not a lot of arms, um, not too much. I like the simplicity. And in the simplicity, what I always also take as styling is how I look at the guy. For me, the, the best lady styling or the best styling anyone can have is their eyes, basically. How you look at each other, how you look away, how you touch the intensity in your hands when you touch the person, um, how you breathe. Well, I, I all about like breathing technique and all of this inside of dance. How how it looks when you breathe in and how it looks when you breathe out. Relax, tense, all of these kind of things. That is always been very important for for my styling, if you will call it that. Styling or dance technique for me is a little the same. So, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> I think it did. And are you like that in your daily life as well? Breathing? <laughs> no, not the breathing, the simplicity. <laughs> you know, that elegance. The elegance, the simplicity. Yeah, I'm extremely, <laughs> extremely elegant, like laying on my, uh, on my sofa watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> breathing in and out and feeling the intensity. <laughs> <laughs> um, well if I'm that in my daily life uh, I can say maybe yes and no I like to keep things simple I like to keep the drama within the dance and let, let it stay there I uh, but yeah you know life is life it serves you whatever it does and you you take it the best way you can yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, life is also about relationships and maybe also about, you know, relationships that didn't work out, which is also part of um, the, the song, the recent video that you did, um, which is about, yeah, heartbreak and seeing your ex uh, with some somebody else. And, you know, I would say that's maybe not something that is uncommon within the, the dancing scene. Like, yeah, we as dancers, we like to date within the scene. Um, that has some advantages. And then maybe sometimes we try dating outside of the scene. Um, and that also has their advantages and disadvantages. So you're right now in a relationship with someone that is um, yeah, not a dancer at all. Um, and there I was wondering, like, how does, the, how does that affect your work? For example, right? If you're dating someone that is um, within the scene, you have, you know, similar, you share a similar passion, maybe even a similar schedule. Um, but um, yeah, how, how is that? With, with someone that is uh, yeah not within the scene? Like, how does that affect your work and relationship? Yeah. Um, no, well, yeah, it's it's a big question. And it's uh, it can be answered in so many ways. But um, I think for me, I, I like very much to, to have my relationship and have my personal life outside the scene. Uh, I tried both. 
Um, and you have plus and minus on both sides. Because if you are together with your dance partner, uh, like you said, like you can go to parties together, you have more the same schedule. Uh, for me also, especially with traveling, when you travel the world, it's nice to, to be able to see beautiful new places together with, with someone that you care about in that way. Um, so that is, that is for me, like, of course, like you living it a little by yourself when you're not together with the one you're dancing with. And in the other side, if you are together with your dance partner, you are basically together 24 seven. Um, you have, it's like you, of course, it's not exactly like this. It's not black or white, but you have a little, the same life. You have the same friends. You have the same, same everything. And that can be for good and for bad. But for me, the, um, uh, the most difficult part was that if you have a problem at home, to not bring that to work, to the dance. Or if you have a problem with the dance, to not bring that at home. And that it's, uh, for, I think it's way easier said than done. I think it would be the correct way, correct way to live, but it's easier said than done. So I feel now, if it's whatever, like now that my boyfriend is completely out of the dancing, he don't even know the basics. Um, <laughs> he don't really like bachata music either. <laughs> So, you <laughs> like salsa more though. But um, if there is something, it doesn't have to be a problem with the dance. But if I'm just tired of the dance, like everyone gets tired of the job every once in a while. And I can come home and it's not about dance anymore. It's about life. It's about, I don't know, whatever. If it's the family life. And the other way around also, if I come from home and I'm tired of whatever is going on at home or if we had a discussion or whatever, I can leave that. But well, it's not that as easy as that, but <laughs> you know, you understand. But you, you go and you dance and that's one of the most beautiful things about dance. If you're really inside of it, you forget everything else for at least for the three minutes that that song is lasting. Um, so for me, it's less, complicated the way that I live now I'm very happy with this uh, and of course it's it's some challenges when you have a boyfriend that doesn't know anything about the dance scene or the life of dancers because in many ways it's a little different um, so it's like for, for dancers it's normal to to share the hotel room with your partner for example that is normal that's like for dancers yeah, of course you do that but it's not like that for the people that don't dance. Uh, so I, I've been, I've been since the beginning taking some, doing some small adjustments with my work. And I have decided to, yeah, from the beginning, now I've been with my boyfriend for three years. So it's, it's not really a new relationship to, uh, to really make the relationship a priority. And that has worked very good. And with a lot of explaining and patience from my side, patience from his side, um, it has worked good. And now it, everything is no problem, basically. He supports me a lot. Um, and there is no jealousy. There is nothing like this. And yeah, I have my dance life. I have my work life and I have my home life. And that's so nice. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, 
I think it's I think it's very good. Absolutely. And of course, if I, if there is a party and I want him to come, he came to me to a festival. He don't dance, but you know he drinks a little. So have a drink with the artist in the bar, or he talks with someone, and and everything is good. So he has gone to festivals with you. Yeah, he what he's been to two festivals with me. And of course, if if I go out to dance in Barcelona, then sometimes he come and we we party together, basically. More more maybe party than dancing at at those times. So so yeah. No, so that is for me it's um it's working very good and I'm happy in this way. And I I received a lot of messages from girls and from from some guys too on my Instagram and Facebook and like yeah how is it to have a boyfriend outside of the scene isn't he jealous how do you talk to him because my boyfriend don't let me do this or don't let me do that and I think it's you don't have like um, you don't have a manual on how to go like this but. I think that first of all, like in any relationship, if you are creating and building like a good fundamental and trust from the beginning, I think that can work through many things and also dance. So, but of course, if if you are a girl and you have a boyfriend at home and you go out and you flirt a lot and you dance and you flirt and you get messages after and blah, 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 and the boyfriend is getting jealous and then the girl saying, oh, my boyfriend, don't let me go out and dance. Maybe there is a reason also. So at least for me, I, I'm very like open and we've been playing everything with very open cards and that has helped us a lot. That's a good uh, good tip to give out there. <laughs> So yeah, but you know, everyone are different. Every relationship is different. Definitely. But I mean, it's nice because even though he doesn't dance, um, he has gone to two events with you or two festivals and you guys go out partying. So you do kind of introduce him to your dance world, which is you can still share it in some way. Yes. Yes. And I think also like on my social media and well, and especially on my on my instagram it's not like i'm hiding that i, that I have a boyfriend well, whenever people don't think that i'm a lesbian they say oh she has a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> this the way it is well because you because your instagram is full with like you dancing with with other yeah, women or mostly really you get that yeah yeah i wow. i get a lot of weird comments like Oh, uh, do you do your boyfriend know that you're a lesbian? Or <laughs> and and I, I get a lot of weird things. Or if I post the post uh, with my boyfriend kissing or whatever, it's like, oh my god, I thought you were a lesbian. So that mean, are you bisexual or what are you? <laughs> so a lot, a lot of questions. Is there a reason why there are so like why many of your videos and especially the ones that are quite popular are like videos where you dance with other girls or is that just like that's how it happened i i do like it a lot um but for me it's um well are we moving into like why i'm leading now <laughs> why i'm uh, leading there yeah. we, 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 we can do that yeah well um i had a school in norway before a uh, dance school and 
sometimes my teachers got sick and I didn't want to cancel the classes. So instead of canceling the classes, I decided to to learn how to lead myself. But that was like the, the basic, the fundamental. And I liked it uh, a lot after it, but I didn't pay much more attention into it than these like more smaller classes. And after that, I found myself, well, I had some, some time that I didn't have a dance partner. So I started to lead a little more. For me, it's always been very important that I can be independent. That's how I am as a person. I want to be independent. I don't want to, I, I of course, I want to have a partner. Uh, I'm, and it's, it's couple dance, it's partner work. So to have a partner is important. But if I don't have a partner, I want to have the possibility to be able to work by myself. Uh, and I did that. Um, in a time that I didn't have a partner. So I was trying a little more and more. And after that, I just never stopped basically. Um, so I think that it got really more and more because it was a lot of girls that asked me to dance, but now we're talking about years ago. We're talking about maybe like four or five years ago before it kind of like hit the, the girl and girl dancing wave, if I'm going to call it that. Um, so, and after that, I think that also I I, I needed a challenge because I've been dancing. I've been dancing my whole life since I was four. I've been dancing partner dance for 17 years. I started dancing salsa 17 years ago. I've been dancing bachata now for eight years, I think. Uh, and I needed a challenge. So that was something that I could do and learn by myself by either watching videos, trying with the friend at home in the festivals, whatever. Sometimes I've been taking classes also at the festivals. As a teacher. Um, just, just to learn. I love learning. So for me, it was that. Uh, it's also taking the music and learn more about musicality in a different way. When you lead the dance, you, you think more, you have to think, uh, when you follow, it's better not to think, um, to just let, let the body flow with the music and, and the leading of the guy, I think. But so it's, it's more about, for me, it's more about leading and following more than dancing with a girl or dancing with a guy. Um, and many people, they say, ah, but it's not the same. It's not like this. And, oh, you never feel attracted to the girls you're dancing with or you don't feel like this and that. I do not, and I, I have never, I, I don't dance to flirt. I don't dance to hook up. I dance because I love to dance. And I'm not going to say that I never flirted on the dance floor in my life. Of course, <laughs> I, I have at, at some point. Uh, but this for me is not about being attracted to the person I'm dancing with. Then it's about being attracted to the moment and to create something together. And that is just a different feeling if you're leading or following.
And how is dancing with a woman or different than dancing with a man? And not in the sense of regardless of leading or following and regardless of if you're attracted to them, just the dance, like you said, the connection with the music. Do you find that there's a difference when you're dancing with a guy or with a girl? Um, As a leader or follow? Yeah, well, doesn't matter. Say ladies are usually a bit softer in the way they move. Um, not everyone, <laughs> but, but, uh, but general, they're softer, um, they're lighter in a way. I dance with a couple of guys also, and the guys, uh, being followed and some guys are super light and soft as well, but like the women bodies, it's different. So I feel that it's softer. I feel that, um, like because the girls are used to follow so they're a bit like okay take me in your arms and just move me <laughs> and that, that 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 is fun i i like it it's a challenge sometimes if, if i don't feel that i have a lot of inspiration to lead it can be a little hard because i'm trying to like remember moves and i cannot remember moves and i'm doing the same over and over and i'm like no. And someone is filming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then someone is filming. Um, so, um, so yeah. Like gender-wise, I don't think it's a much difference than that. And girls are more used to follow. Um, and when it comes to leading and following, it's yeah. What am I gonna say? It's when you're leading, you're more in control, and I can like that too. I can like if it's a song that I like that I choose a lot of the mu musicality, how it's been taken and so on. And well, for me, when I dance as a follower, I always try to find small things that I can do to take the musicality also if the guy is not doing that. But yeah, it's, it's really just uh, different ways of dancing. It's different dance techniques. That's what it is for me and challenges. It's also nice. I mean, at a festival, and you could dance both, right? You can dance with everyone. So you're not only limited. And when there's not enough leads, then if there's a song, I think that's why a lot of uh, ladies have started leading actually is because often at parties, socials or festivals, not so much, there's not enough leads. And then there's a really nice song and you want to dance to it, but you can't. <laughs> One way to solve the problem is just learn how to lead and then you can do both. Best of both worlds. Yeah, that is true. I must say sometimes in the festivals now, the last year, I, I miss a little to dance as a follower because I think maybe for me, it's eight of 10 dances is uh, girls asking me to dance. So in the festivals, yeah, about 70, 80% of my dances are with girls. Okay. I, I get to practice. <laughs> You get to practice. It's got its pros and cons again. <laughs> but I guess it's because of the big boom of videos you have. Um, so I can understand that they go and ask you. Oh, yeah. And it, well, I think it's with the videos. I think it's like all videos are. If you see someone that dance with a lot of passion and so on. If you see, for example, Daniel and Desiree, the way they dance. People, oh, I want to feel that like I saw in the video. Oh, I want him to look at me in that way or her to do this or it's, I think it's the way it is. And I'm, I'm also going to say when I, when I dance with girls, I feel more comfortable 
also regarding my boyfriend at home. So I have no filter then. I can lift the walls down and I can just dance the way I feel it without yeah, having any thoughts in between. That makes sense. And especially if people really are inspired by you and follow your classes and look up to you, I can understand that they want to also dance with you. And like you said, they see videos and they're like, I really want to dance with this artist because I want to feel that. I want to experience what is in that video. Yes. I, I, I think that most of the artists today are made, they, they're artists because of the feelings and emotions they, they transmit to the audience because it's a lot of good dancers it's a lot of good dance technique out there but it's not many people that look at the video on youtube and say oh my god look at that technique and those spins i won't do that well maybe if you're already a dancer but if you're not i think people are definitely more drawn to emotions and passion and feelings and and all of this it's also why they start dancing. I think you don't start a hobby because of the technique and all the small details. It's like, I'm going to start dancing because I just love how they can spot and spin perfectly. <laughs> exactly. I don't think so either. I don't think so. But I think very many people, they forget about this when they start taking classes. Because the only thing they can, they can think about when they get into classes, how am I going to count to eight? And I'm like, but this is not what you signed up for. <laughs> Stop counting. Start feeling. So how do, how do you teach that in your classes? Like the stop counting, start feeling, right? Because that's easy to say, but for a beginner, it's like, what, what does you mean? I need to feel yeah. the music. Yeah. You know, at least that's how I felt yeah, in the beginning. I know. Uh, when it comes to partner classes, well, the way that I, I always been teaching is if I, if I teach, say, one eight. And I let people dance this one eight to a lot of different kind of songs. One romantic, one that is more funky, one that is maybe not bachata, one that is whatever. And I say that you have to make this eight look like different dances for every each song. So if you slow down or if you speed it up some places, that up, that's up to you. But try to really follow the music. And... Of course, when you dance couple dance, you have to think about the counting because you have to have, you need to step on the, on the right timing because you have another person to, to think about also. So you can't just go crazy. But inside of this is so much musicality to take. So I, I like to not teach with too much counts. But this is when the basic counting of the dance is already inside of the body. That needs to be imprinted in the body first, and then you can move on from there. So, and in my lady silent classes, I never count. I never count. I don't, I don't think I know how to count. I, I teach with all of these weird sounds and noise. It's really like uh, making my own little song in my head that goes with the song I'm dancing to. And do you have any specific sound, like combination of sounds that you have because I know if I think about my salsa teacher here in Prague he has his own little tune he makes and then you know everyone has their own little specific oh. combination that comes again and again and then the students know that combination and when they're dancing or they lose their like track they go how was it I was like ka, ka, ta, ka. and they're like oh yeah that was it yeah what's yours Oof. no I don't 
I don't think that I, I have one specific, but when I dance, because I, I always, I, I choose a song and I make a choreo on that song. And I like to play on all the small things that is under, that is not maybe the most obvious ones. Uh, so I don't have one set. Like, yeah, okay. I don't have that, sorry. Uh, but I, I do scream a lot when I teach. I'm quite crazy when I teach. And I usually I warn my students about that before I start. You can scream. Yeah, I get a little like, yeah. <laughs> I'm very eager for people to learn it. (laughs) Extremely passionate dancer. (laughs) A little, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, no, it's a lot of different ways, but um, but yeah, I I think that for for many people, of course, after you have the basic rhythm and you know that you can count to eight, I think it's very important. And of course, the teachers has to has to to do this to free it up, to go outside of the box. It's so boring inside of the box. So, uh, but of course, it's, if you don't know how to do it, uh, you don't know where to start. So this is the teacher's job to show you how to, I think. No, I agree. I agree. I think when a lot of people start, they start with the whole, they enjoy the dancing, there's passion. They want to feel how the other people look like they're feeling on the videos. And then they focus on technique. So they have to focus on the technique more. And then when you're an advanced dancer, I feel people really kind of, like you said, lose the initial why they started dancing. Yes. Um, and then only focus on technique and always go, oh, but my lady styling wasn't good enough. I didn't extend and make a line. All those spins weren't perfect. Which, you know, I think then people have to divide if they're social dancing or doing a competition or a show team, then... And the goals are different, but I think people in the dance scene who are longer should kind of remind themselves why they started. Yeah. About the emotions and the passion and the joy just to let go. Yeah. And if you think now, like in the situation we are in now and everyone has been in quarantine for so long, I, I can almost guarantee you that I I don't think anyone is dancing. Oh my God, I missed that counting so much. (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't think people feel that. <laughs> no, no. Coming back to the where we started with the video from DJ Tronki that you danced on. Uh when I saw that, the first thing I thought was, I want to dance so bad. I just want to dance this song because it's so beautiful and just let out all the emotions and just feel everything. I definitely didn't think about going, oh, yeah, I want to do like a triple spin there or like a really slow dip, very dramatic on that point. (laughs) Yeah, um, no, definitely. I I think that the emotion is is a very big part, and especially in a dance like bachata, it's so dramatic and emotional and, and all of this. Well, who knows? Maybe after this whole situation with all the quarantines, less festivals, everyone will come back to dancing and start where they started before with the feeling, you know, and enjoying. I really hope so. But I think, well, at least what, what I experienced, um, I made a video with Alex Alberola, um, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it is, half one and a half month ago or something. And Alex has been, I probably like my absolute best friend in, in the bachata scene for, since I started or since even before I started. And 
uh, I, I love dancing with him. I think he's super smooth and a very, very good leader. And I, I started to dance with him. We were here at home in my living room. And okay, let's make a video. Let's do something. And it was so difficult. Wow. I took all the music by myself. <laughs> and and he looked at me like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and, and I said, okay, I think I need some songs to get into this. Because it's been so much focus on lady styling and technique, online classes, and people are thinking about themselves, their body, how everything is about themselves. So now to make that adjustment, to, put, to keep this information, because this information is very good, but to put this inside of the following technique, which is also a very important part of partner dance or couple dance, that is going to be a little challenge, I think. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I also thought like we're gonna we're gonna see amazing guys with amazing footwork, ladies with amazing arms and expressions, but we all yeah, forgot yeah, how to lead yeah. and follow. Yeah, so I think it's it's gonna be fun to to see on the dance floor like in the first festivals. But it's gonna be like riding a bicycle, you know? After the first quarantine and lockdown, the first few dances, they were a little rusty. I enjoyed them a lot. I enjoyed them more than I thought I would because I missed it so much. But, you know, on the rusty side, but you get into it quite quickly. I'm, I'm not worried about the dance scene once everything opens up again and the festivals start. I give it half a, half a day at a festival. You know, everyone will go to the social <laughs> and then we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think people will get fast into it. But I think a little warm-up is maybe necessary. At least it was for me. Alex even told me, he said, yeah, you're always easy to lead, but maybe you were a little easier before. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, that, that's good to hear. That I guess that happens to the best to everyone. I think it's definitely happen it happens to everyone. So we, we we said we said you know once the festival is open again, uh, one final uh, one question maybe for me final question if you could only go to one festival in next year, I, which I, one I, would it be? It's a tough one. No, it's not that tough actually for me. I think I hope I no? don't say anything wrong now. <laughs> for for a festival, I absolutely love um, Bachata Day in Milan. I love this festival. I love the place. Everything is in one hotel. I think uh, Alessandro, the organizer, he makes everything so easy. Like organization-wise, that's important for for the artists. It's important for me. Everything is easy. Nothing is complicated. And he, no, I, I, li I like this festival. I like it a lot. And you can dance until the morning. You can dance during. You can dance whenever you want. And no, I like Pachata Day in Milan. And and also, I must say, one of my favorite places to dance. But that is not a festival. That's why I think it's it's another thing. Um, is to go to a TSR, the salsa room, in DC. As uh, one of my absolute favorite places to to go and and work. Right, completely different scene over there. I, I imagine I've never been there. Like never danced no, there. It, it's it's different, but I think there is uh, it's a lot of people from US that has been spending some time in Spain and around Europe. So and then they go back and 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 teach the techniques and things there. And 
And there is, it's also people from there that I think they dance different. And that is, for me, I always love the different ones. That is my weakness. <laughs> if something is different, yes, then I like it. Nice. So, yeah, I hope I will be able now in the future to create and produce something that is different. Yeah. Well, already the video with Melvin seemed quite different to me. Um, at least, you know, his style is, in, in my opinion, you know, different and unique. Um, so I guess that's not a coincidence that you filmed the video with him. Um, so maybe to, um, yeah, to, to, to wrap it up, um, will we see more projects with the, the yes. two of you? Yes, you will. Um, I have, I've been building up so much ideas and things that I would like to do uh, during the quarantine. And now when I went to France to dance with him, I, uh, I absolutely got some of the ideas out. I still have more projects that I have saved on my computer that is coming uh, a little by little. But yeah, I have so much more ideas and so much more things to make and, and to do. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, and also now I'm going to go to, to Poland um, to have a ladies weekend there. I love also these ladies weekends. It's woman power and supporting each other and confidence building and all of this. It's, um, it's something also that I want to work more with. Uh, I started, I think it's now one and a half year ago, maybe a little more. I started this uh, project called Woman Movement. Um, it started first as I, I just wanted to have world teams. Um, and since I'm um, a little stupid in that way, I cannot call it like Gatikas ladies or these kind of things because that's what people usually say. So then I have to be stupid and find something else. So <laughs> I, I, then, I decided like woman movement. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, a little feminist, but that is, that is a good thing. Uh, and women supporting women and all of this, I, for me, is, is definitely a passion. And I think as being a, a female dancer in the scene, I think it's very important to to uh, put focus on these things because it's a lot of competition it's a lot of different things and to have women supporting your movements not dance movements but movements in general i think is very important so this woman movement world teams they 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 are more than just shows basically it's uh when i i, I have world teams that is um i have like six or seven world teams around now uh and I try to really be there for for the teacher first of all, and and to to kind of like try to teach her how to teach them how to support each other. How that is the most important thing. It's it's not so important how long they danced, how good the technique is, if they've been on stage before, but to to really have this connection in between the group. And to not have this real drama and these kind of things. So that is really what I've been focusing on also with the, my team here in Barcelona. Is We had a team now for yeah, one and a half year. It's never been one discussion, not one fight about anything. More really? than 10 girls in the group. So I think that's very good. 
Uh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. And I, I think that it's, it's the girls that I have, they're very different. They're different in age. They're different in backgrounds, but they all have quite a strong personality. And I think it's very important that I try to let every girl shine in their best way. I don't want to have any copycats of me. I want them to be the best that they can be. And this is a little the message that I try to get out there with Woman Movement. So I am excited uh, for the future also and uh, hope to see more and more world teams coming now when hopefully the lockdowns and the quarantines are freeing up a little. I love how you said that, how you don't want copycats of you, but you try to let them shine. Because I think also how you said there's a lot of competition in the dance scene. I mean, the dance scene is really female dominant. Um, and I do feel like sometimes women can feel a little afraid or like um, intimidated because there are so many amazing dancers out there. So, you know, and then they try to be like the, the artists they are absolutely in love with and adore and are inspired by. Uh, but I think it's a nice way to put it, how you said it, that it's good to have all these women bring what they have to, to the dancing because they all dance differently. They all have different techniques, different styles. Yeah. I, I think for me, the way I got into the dancing and like the way I got my say, myself a little name in the dance world was just being different. I had a lot of haters, a lot, <laughs> uh, but they really helped my name getting out there. Um, so I think that if if you wanna if you wanna be someone in the dancing that I know a lot of people want to be, I think uh, you cannot try to be someone else because that person is already there, and they probably don't need another of that person. They need a new person with a new dance style, with a new everything. So, because if, if you're going to copy copy someone else, you're never going to be the best. You're only going to be like, if you're lucky, you're going to be the second. Or like, who want to spend their life trying to work about, trying to work towards being number two? So, so yeah, but it's, it's difficult. It's not easy. It's difficult, but that's that's the way it is. I think that's why... Um, there is many people that, that wants to have it as a job and, and things, um, and want to live that life, but it is, it's not easy. That's one of the things that makes it a little special. Exactly. If it was easy, everyone would have it and then no one would want it. So a lot of, a lot of new projects coming your way. So we can expect a lot of different things, couple work with the ladies movement, individual things okay cool so if people would like to stay in touch keep uh keep an eye out on your new projects where can they find you uh, it's very easy um i have my name katika dance on every channel if it's instagram youtube facebook um yeah tiktok oh my god tiktok also now in the beginning, I was ashamed to say it, but now it's just like, ah, it's there. So yeah, I, I, have, I have TikTok. <laughs> you, ha you have to recruit the, the youth. They're <laughs> the so the nice. Teenagers. They're really <laughs> nice. I really like the, these uh, ladies' videos of mine. I only, I only post these ladies' videos on my TikTok and my follower just... <laughs> so it's perfect. Much easier than Instagram. 
That's what I hear. Well, everyone knows where to find you now. Go follow Gatika on TikTok. <laughs> yes, Gatika dance everywhere. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being with us, taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been very nice chatting with you guys. All right, there you have it. That was the episode with Katika. We hope you liked it as much as we have. Um, and if you're listening for the first time, make sure to follow us on Instagram at backstage.podcast. And make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you're listening to because next week um, we have an amazing episode upcoming with a, yeah, which is all about musicality. Uh, it's going to be a musicality masterclass and it's going to be only focused on bachata. Um, so yeah, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. Doesn't matter. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it uh, would be amazing if you can write us a review. Let us know what you like about the podcast and what things we can improve. Um, so that way we can just make this whole thing better and more enjoyable for everyone. So that was it for this week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.